Welcome to the Mad Scientist Podcast, powered by minorities who are astonishingly driven scientists, where we aim to serve everyone pursuing a career in STEM and teach them that they are graced to dominate STEM. Welcome to another episode of Mad Mondays. It is Marilyn Chanel back again. And I, like I said in our last episode, I'm so excited to be back for season two. Yes, season two. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. We have exciting things coming up. And I just can't wait to just tell you about what I've learned throughout my last couple of months of college and right before I graduated and start talking about what it's like being a post-grad you know and the journey it takes to navigating life after that so one thing I really want to talk about today is what college has taught me everybody goes through different things in college everybody has a different amount of time that they spend in college different experiences, different activities that they have, different majors, and some people don't even finish, and that's okay. But one thing I want to talk about is what it really has taught me and how it shifted my perspective on my life, my productivity, my relationships, the way I was a student, my beliefs, my spirituality honestly so many things has changed but I'm going to talk about a couple of points just three today but of course I'll talk about more in the future but I have three points that I want to talk about what college has really taught me and one of the main things that college has taught me is have fun it's crazy how especially if you, if you are an overachiever that type a person I used to be that in, in high school, but one thing I want to say is that college has really taught me have a little bit more fun, have a little bit more fun, and along with point one, this is my point, it's work hard, play hard, rest hard, all three, make sure you do, make sure you go and have a piece, an equal piece, or try to have an equal piece of work, play, and rest, because there should be a healthy balance and not one of just all. Because let's just say you work hard. You will be overworking yourself so you have no rest. You're always tired. You're always hungry. You're always groggy. And you have no play. So you don't go out and have fun. You aren't being well-rounded. You aren't speaking to new people. And then your life kind of is just all work. And when every time somebody sees you, they're like, so what have you been doing with your life? And I'm like... And you, the only thing you can say is, I've been at work. <laughs> and that's no fun. You know, life is meant to be enjoyed. And so you want to make sure that you have a healthy balance between all three. Not just playing, because if you do too much play, how are you going to sustain yourself? How are you going to make money? And you still have to be have some sort of work that you do in life. Just keeping it real. Because life, we have to, we have to sustain ourselves. We have to have a roof over our head gas in our cars if you drive and honestly things to do you know things to eat and then rest is also important and one thing that I've learned is that 
There are times when I've been way, 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 way too much work and I ended up getting the opposite effects. I thought that staying up late, pulling all-nighters, kind of working hours and hours and hours on end until I got something done was the best way to be a better student and I ended up being the worst student in my life whenever I would have that men- that mentality and I had that throughout my college career not the whole time but I would say especially in the beginning and a little bit towards the end, I've had that mentality of I got to get this done. I got to get this done or procrastinating so much to the point where I could only spend six hours on something straight because I took too long to start on it. But one thing I will say is that it's, it, it, it made me learn that I got to get better with prioritizing. and I got to get better with planning so that I'm not overworking myself. And you don't ever want to work so much to to where you're having that opposite effect of your brain is turning off, <laughs> you're shutting down, you're, you're groggy, you're losing sleep, and you can't pay attention to the things that you have to do because you've been putting so much attention and focus on one thing at, at, at once. Breaks are not only important, but breaks are essential. They're not something that you say, oh, let me treat myself with a break. No, break is something that you have to do you you need sleep it's something that you need you need to eat these are things that you need and so when I was when I was googling this doing a quick search of how long can we concentrate I seen that we can concentrate at the lowest for no longer than 45 minutes and then I seen another number that said we can concentrate for 90 minutes before needing a break and when you know when searching there were some experts that that hadn't really reached an exact number. So for some people, it may be a little bit lower than 45 minutes. For some people, they can't concentrate past 20 minutes. For other people, they may be able to concentrate a little bit longer than 90 minutes before needing a break. But one thing I can say, whether you're a 20 minuter, <laughs> a 40 minuter, a 90 minuter, a let's say you can concentrate for six hours, eight hours at a time. Woo! I commend you. (laughs) One thing I say, regardless of whatever type of person you are, whenever it comes to needing a break, know that a break is still needed. A break is still necessary. So you still need that break. There's it's not just the work that you do, um, but you just you need the breaks as well. You need the breaks as well. And another thing when it comes to breaks, it's kind of a sub point to this point is breaks not only come when it's how much time you can focus on a specific topic or on a specific project or on whatever it is that you are doing, but breaks come when it comes to reaching certain milestones in life as well. Because I'm in college, um, well, just graduated college, that's a big milestone. And a lot of people, whenever they reach college, they have a what's next. Everybody, I I swear, everybody kind of gets tired of this question because your teachers ask you, your family asks you, your friends can ask you, random strangers ask you, people on social media ask you, people at church ask you, people on the corner in Walmart, Walgreens, Target, 
if they ever see or hear about you graduating and you may say it, you may wear a shirt and somehow they, they hear it, it's always what's next. So what are you going to do with that? And this point is breaks are okay. And it's not just for the work that you do, but for the milestones that you reach as well. And I'm currently in this in-between stage where I just finished and I'm entering into the school of life right now. And throughout, co- well, at the end of college, there I had classmates who had jobs lined up right after graduation and also classmates who knew that they would be going right into grad school to get a PhD or a master's in something. And then sometimes, not going to lie, I questioned, well, dang, what's next for me? I'm not going to grad school. And to be honest, y'all, right now, I, I, I know for a fact that going back to school, grad school, going into med school, going going to school in general right now isn't something that I want to do. Nor is it something that I feel like I even have the capacity to do right now. Just knowing that how I was my senior year of the work that I had, I just know that right now school may not be the thing that I want to do right now. <laughs> But it's what's next for having a career. What's next for, do I go into the workforce? And if I do, where am I going to (laughs) work? The thing has been me wanting to have something to say. You know, a lot of, you know, when I just mentioned about people asking you what's next, what's next, what's next. There's pressure of, well, dang, it would be so nice if I could say, Oh, well, I will be attending a grad I will be attending grad school at Princeton or I'm going to attend the University of Chapel Hill to get my master's in chemistry and then from there I'm going to go here or I'm going to be attending Spelman to ha- get my master's in chemistry and then do this. It is all or I I got a job lined up at this um pharmaceutical company and they're going to be paying me 80k a year right out of college. <laughs> When I tell you guys, it's just, there's just pressure. Well, I'm not even going to say it's pressure anymore because I think sometimes it's pressure if you say it's pressure. It's pressure if you allow it to be pressure. But sometimes we can think that we have to always have something to say. And sometimes it can be pressure. For some, it can be pressure because it would be nice to have something good to say right after you hear that question of what's next. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with your life? Do you have a job? Are you going to go to school? Sometimes it is nice to have something to say. And sometimes when people hear you say, I don't know, or I'm still figuring it out. Sometimes they're like, oh, well, okay, that's nice. That's nice. That's okay. That's okay. And it is okay. And it's okay if you do want to take a break from school and figure out what it is that you are truly into. Kind of take your time to fish out jobs or fish out schools or fish out what's next or fish out maybe you want to move to a new city. Whatever it is to figure out what's something that's more in line of what you want to do. So breaks are necessary. Breaks are necessary. And so when it comes to this work hard, play hard, rest hard, balance, making sure you have fun, making sure that you still work hard um, because anything that you do is um, honestly anything that you do, whether you have started a business, maybe you realize college wasn't for you, whatever you do, make sure you work hard in it. 
And if you are going to college, if you are going to school, cherish those times. Work hard because college is expensive and college is a privilege. Sometimes people aren't able to get into the seat that you're in. So take advantage of it. If you have a business, take advantage of that. If you went straight into the workforce after college, go hard in that. But also know that your work is essential, but your rest is also essential. And know that having fun and playing is also essential. So get hobbies, branch out, have fun, spend time with friends, take trips, do whatever it is you need to do to balance out that work that you do. So my next point is get acquainted with those next to you and whatever you do. If you're somebody, maybe you didn't, maybe, maybe you aren't the most social person. I would challenge you to push yourself out of your comfort zone just a little, just a little, kind of set little little goals that you can reach of let me try to talk to at least one person in my class a week if you aren't the most social person this may be (laughs) this may be a little challenge for you but if you are a social butterfly you may be like what one person I can talk to 10 but I'm pushing you to do this because there is a wealth of knowledge in people sitting next to you there's a wealth of opportunities and people who sit next to you there is a wealth of just goodness in people sitting next to you you never know what the person next to you has for you so if you were to just branch out of your comfort zone a little if you if you are a social butterfly this won't be hard for you but make sure you get acquainted and I'm not saying you have to always be buddy buddy with them you have to go out for drinks every weekend or be that super close but just getting acquainted with them just learning about hey what are your plans what what are your future what does your future look like what do you want your future to look like what are your plans why are you here why why are we in the same major what do you want to do with that and just talking to people and even if they don't sit next next to you maybe at the end of class or the beginning of class if you get there early um, maybe just going around and talking to people maybe outside of the hallway maybe in the back of the class if you have the chance to walk around and talk to them get acquainted with people next to you because you never know what they have and honestly you never know what they may need from you sometimes you may have a connection for them and when it comes to this I realized that for me freshman year I was that student that sat in, well, I've always been that student (laughs) that sat in the front row. But freshman year, I sat in the front row of my chemistry class. It was the introductory chemistry class, general chemistry. And I was that student with my book, my notebook open, ready to learn, ready to figure this thing out. And then right next to me or right next to me was another girl sat in the front row, had her notes out from co- from her high school chemistry teacher, ready to learn as well. And from there, it was a couple of days we had been sitting in chemistry class that we asked for each other's number. And we were like, hey, girl, you want to work on these chemistry quizzes sometimes? Yeah, yeah, girl. All right. So, and we ended up getting close by linking up with each other to do our quizzes, our tests, 
helping each other out. She helped me learn some basic things about chemistry that I didn't even know. Because she had had knowledge from high school as well. And I, you know, I didn't have too much, but I was eager to learn. And so she was teaching me. She was helping me. We were practicing. We were correcting each other's mistakes. Maybe there were some things that I learned, but maybe she didn't catch in class. So I would catch her up on it and vice versa. But one thing I say is that whenever I would do this and I would link up with somebody in class, maybe... I, I would tell you it I would do so much better when I tried actually having some type of relationship and getting acquainted with somebody in the class compared to when I tried to do everything on my own. Because there were some classes I had a buddy that I would text, maybe we'll meet up, we would, hey girl, can let can we review this together? I would do so much better in those classes compared to the classes where I tried to do it on my own and I was saying, you know what? I'm just here. I'm just trying to get through. I'm just, I don't feel like talking to nobody. I'm just wake up, go to class and leave. The classes I did, I had that mentality in. I did not as good. I would say I did not as good. And then another thing is when you get acquainted with people next to you, they put you on to internships, research opportunities, scholarships, jobs, their uncle, their aunt, their godmom, their gods, I don't know, whatever it is, whoever's next to them, and any time that they have an opportunity for you, they will look out, even on, so, even on social media. Sometimes when they hear about something that you wanted to do, they can send you that opportunity, send you their aunt or uncle or their cousin from five states away or all the way on the other side of the country. They'll send, they can send you those opportunities because you've actually tried and you've got you've gotten yourself out there and another thing is that you can do the same thing for them so get acquainted get acquainted with those next to you I realized that this helps me the most and when I didn't do it it hurt me I realized I could have done so much better if I had just tried to reach out to my classmates and I realized that my senior year I wasn't doing this as much and I didn't really get get close or at least try to talk to my classmates until maybe a month before graduation. And I was like, I deeply regretted it. I was like, you know what? I should have definitely tried hooking up with this classmate, not hooking up, (laughs) but linking up with this classmate, getting acquainted with this classmate, because I feel like I would have done so much better my senior year had I done this earlier so don't live in regret like I did make sure that you try and try to get close and acquainted with their classmates my last point that I want to say is that you are under no time constraint at all sometimes we get rushed or pressured we see people next to us who have finished before us and we're like why am I taking so slow why am I taking so long understand that you are under no time constraint if you are new to this podcast if you're not new you already know it took me a little longer to finish college um it took me five years to finish college for some people you may be like girl that's nothing it took me seven or girl that's nothing it took me 15 (laughs) 
And some people, maybe it takes, maybe it didn't take you that long. Some people may have finished college in three years. Maybe you went to technical school and you finished in two. But whatever your time is, you are under no time constraint. Okay? You are under no time constraint. There are some people who didn't even go to college at all. And they can still do well. And maybe their career starts popping off before yours and you may feel like, dang, I'm not even out yet. Look, you are under no time constraint. When I walked the stage on May 7th, I seen people accepting their degree, graduating with gray hair. Gray hair. They were older than me, older than a lot of our classmates. There were people there who already had three kids, people there who were already married, people there who people there who had left Maybe went to the military, maybe went into the workforce, then came back to school, had stories for days, experience for days, and they were just now pursuing their career in whatever it is to get their degree and whatever it is. You are under no time constraint. The main thing is they still walked across that stage and still got their degree. Nobody's rushing you. And don't feel like because the people next to you have gone faster than you that you have to speed up or that you are doing something wrong and not now if you are doing something wrong you know you can use their you can use their story to kind of help you but don't compare yourself thinking that I'm supposed to be at xyz point because they are your life is not the same you know and I want you to know that you are under no time constraint for me I realized that I you know at first because I didn't do too well in my classes and I ended up having to stay at college an extra year. At first, I was kind of beating myself up like, dang, girl, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but then I realized that I needed that extra year. I'm so serious. I needed that extra year. Had I graduated last year around this time, I wasn't even ready, to be honest. And when I say ready, I wasn't ready to enter into the new of life at that time. I, I, I still didn't have anything lined up. I still knew that I didn't want to go to grad school. But I just didn't feel as ready or as prepared last year compared to how I do now. So just know that you are under no time constraint. You're going to get it when it's time for you to get it, okay? You're going to get it when it's time for you to get it. <laughs> so just to wrap up our point. So point one was have fun. Make sure you work hard, but have fun. So you want to have a nice balance. Work hard, play hard, rest hard is point one. Point two, get acquainted with those next to you. You never know the wealth of knowledge and wealth of resources that the people next to you or people in your classes have. And also, you may have something that they may need as well. So, get acquainted to those next to you. You never know how much they can affect you. They can sometimes just getting acquainted with somebody could push your grade up by at least one letter grade just from you having somebody to bounce knowledge off of. So get acquainted with those next to you. And lastly, know that you are under no time constraint. What you rushing for? What you comparing yourself to that dude and that girl over there for? You going to get it when it's time for you to get it. Okay. 
So this has been another episode of Mad Mondays. I just want to say I'm excited to be back. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening, being here. And yeah, so if you love this podcast, share this podcast with a friend, a friend of a friend, an aunt, a cousin, an uncle, whatever it is, whoever it is. Just know I love you and I'm excited to be back and I can't wait to be back with you with another episode next week. Thank you and have an amazing week. And remember, we are grace to dominate STEM. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Mad Scientist Podcast. Remember, we are grace to dominate STEM. Distant cousin, brother, little sister. I see myself in the young ones when I look in their eyes and feel like a mirror.